The greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its leaders, members, and contributors. Every week, your host, CEO of Two Small Men with Big Hearts, Stu Starkey, shines the light on a community to raise awareness of their leaders, members, and contributors. So together, we can create positive impact, inspire change, and help those in need of assistance at a grassroots level. Welcome to the community of Big Hearts. Welcome back to the community of Big Hearts. Uh, this week, um, I'm really looking forward to chatting with Rebecca McIntyre and Lisa Moore. Uh, they're from a company called uh, IntelliJoint Surgical. Can you guys tell us a little bit about the company that uh, you're working for and your history with it? Sure. So um, I can definitely take that one. Um, so Intelligent Surgical is, in short, a medical technology company uh, that develops um, and commercializes navigation to improve um, uh, implant positioning during total hip and total knee replacements um, with improved intraoperative implant positioning uh, results in um, improved postoperative outcomes for patients. What do you guys do with IntelliJoint? So I am the marketing communications manager. I've been with IntelliJoint, um, I think about four years actually. Um, and it's been really exciting to be a part of a company with such growth, but also passion um, for what they do and for what we do, really. Um, I started with IntelliJoint. I was the 25th employee. Um, and now we're upwards, I think, Lisa, over 70 employees um, in Canada and the U.S. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I'm the director of people and culture. So it's been a lot of fun building up the people and culture team and watching the company grow, like Rebecca mentioned. Um, with our co-op students this term, we're just about 82 employees. But Lisa, it sounds like you're doing a great job as uh, Rebecca was saying that it's a great passionate company and sounds like you're onboarding and creating that culture. So well done. Yeah, we have a really great culture. We're really lucky. Um, our founders founded the company right out of school and they've really let their passion and inspiration for our mission of improving patients' lives really be seen in, in everything they do. And, and that feeling has really spread throughout the whole organization. Awesome. Um, so recently, the last few weeks, we've been interviewing guests that have been identifying problems. Um, you know, obviously the last few weeks, there's, some, there's an elephant in the room, which is uh, COVID-19 and how that's impacting people's lives. Um, would you guys tell us a little bit about what problem you identified, what's happening with your patients, then we'll go into what you're doing to solve it. Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll take um, just kind of the problem piece that we were trying to identify with this exact um, initiative that we um, wanted to solve on the social responsibility side of things. Um, basically, we, we started recently um, trying to develop a giving program where we could give back to our community. Um, Rebecca and I have been working on that with our, our founders. And um, that was kind of already in the works of something that we knew we wanted um, to really live and breathe one of our values, which is about being human and just being a good all around community driven organization and trying to give back. Um, so that's been something we've been looking at for a while. And then um, more recently when, when this global pandemic hit and, and we started realizing the serious impact here, we wanted to find a way um, to help with this cause in, in any way we could. Um, so the way that kind of all started, um, Armin just reached out and asked, hey, does anyone have any ideas on how we could 
give back? What should we do? Should we donate our time or resources? What could we do? Um, so it was really good timing actually when, when he sent that note because um, that same day, my husband who works at Grand River Hospital in the cancer center came home and started telling me about how serious it was getting at Grand River Hospital. And they had made the decision to basically no longer have visitors coming to the hospital. So we were talking about, you know, how sad that was and um, just for visitors not to be able to see their families and friends during this time. And, and if they're going through something so serious like COVID-19. Um, so that was kind of in my head already. And then when Armin asked, you know, how could we solve this? What could we use um, our, our mission and connect uh, technology to helping patients? We started talking about maybe we should donate iPads. Um, and that's kind of how the idea came to be. That is so awesome. And um, it, it's a, long, a lot along the lines of what we've been talking about a lot on this podcast. I'm not sure if you guys had a chance to listen to any of ours, but basically our main message is that um, business and organizations are the best platforms for social change. We've learned certain skills and we have certain infrastructure that allows us to give back in a more efficient way than just somebody off the street can. And so I love the discussions that you guys had internally and that came from the, the founder, the leader, Armin, uh, to say, what problem can we solve? And it is such a, a, an important issue to solve. Um, we had a staff member that became sick about a month ago and she spent about three weeks in the hospital. Okay. And we were, yeah, we were talking with her and she, it was, it's, it's been pretty serious. And um, she was worried about all sorts of things. Um, and, and her family members, a couple of them are uh, immune compromised. And so at first she was allowed to have visitors, but they couldn't come visit her. And then um, a few days later, they said, actually, no one can come see you, not even um, your family members that aren't compromised. Mm. Um, and then they said, you know what? And you can't bring in anything from the outside. Mm -hmm. And after she spent the first few days in the hospital, she, um, she had recovered enough that she could be active and um, she was thinking straight and she really wanted her mind to be somewhere else other than just being in the hospital bed, thinking about how she wanted to see her family and, and, those, uh, and those things that we all take for granted. So she decided she wanted to work again from her hospital bed. <laughs> and we said, look, we'll, we'll do whatever we can to support you in that. And we said, let's just start with half days. Um, I, I don't want you working eight hours and exhausting yourself. We'll figure this out with you. Mm -hmm. So she asked someone to bring her her laptop. And the nurses said, you can't bring anything in from the outside. Um, so she was pretty devastated. Mm -hmm. And one of the nurses realized that. And um, we won't say what hospital this happened at, but they helped smuggle it in so that she could work um, and be productive and have a purpose um, and got to interact with her staff and um, virtually with, with her parents uh, through her laptop where she wasn't able to do that before. So when I heard about what you guys were doing, that really hit home for me. I just had such a perfect example to share of how impactful this can be to bring those tablets that you guys are donating for patients do you gals have any um, stories that you can share where this has had impact with uh, delivering those tablets? 
sounds like you have a great employee with, with her, um, really, really dedicated. Um, but I think we can share kind of some high level feedback um, from the hospital. Um, so kind of as Lisa spoke to, and as you just spoke to, um, having family and friends um, active and a part of the patient care plan is crucial um, for that patient to recover and have focus um, and goals. Uh, so when you're not able to have that interaction, it can be quite um, detrimental to like the, the patient's care plan and kind of how they progress and, and heal. So the benefit of these iPads isn't just for um, patients that have been affected by COVID, but um, all patients that have been admitted because COVID is limiting um, visitors to the whole hospital at Grand River in specific. Um, so we've kind of had general feedback about um, patients who, you know, I'm sure you've seen this in the news too, patients who um, are giving birth and they are able to have that single support person in the room with them at our hospital. But um, having family at the hospital, you know, immediately after that birth isn't possible. So um, having the iPad as a, as a tool to introduce a new family member to kind of the grandparents and, and friends like that. Um, also, just a, a general story of, um, you know, people with dementia um, who are admitted to the hospital, having um, someone that they're familiar with um, on the screen can help to calm and, and assure them um, and, and make them feel more comfortable. Um, I don't think anyone enjoys staying in the hospital. So having those comforts of home, even if, if digitally is, is crucial to them um, getting better. I'm sure it works both ways too. Like reducing stress and outcomes for a patient is the utmost priority, but stress for family members who don't get to see the patients through this, this trying time and wondering all of those worst things that go through your mind when somebody's in a hospital um, probably helps the family as well. Definitely. Yeah. What, what sort of um, numbers? So how many tablets have you guys been donating um, so far? So there were a total of um, 40 new iPads purchased. Um, we donated a portion of funds to help um, with that purchase, that purchase of the, of the iPads. Um, I think exact numbers um, were about 10 at this point. Um, yeah, so definitely excited to be a part of that. Do they get, as patients get released, I assume the tablets are being cleaned and reused. So a one iPad is getting used for multiple patients over the course of time? Yeah, I'm not sure what the cleaning processes or the protocols, but um, yeah, they're definitely being spread out across kind of all the, the departments in the hospital trying to connect the patients. And, and why, like what benefits have you seen um, for your culture and your business? Why is this important to your business? You spoke a little bit about Armin asking, how can we help? But why do you think he asked that? And, and what benefits do you think that you guys have received from um, this program and I'm sure other programs that you guys are doing? 
Mm -hmm. I'll talk about um, kind of the internal benefit is just really seeing our team really rally around such a great cause. Um, like I mentioned, values is so important to us at IntelliJoint. Some of our values are being human and also being thoughtful and collaborative. So this really helped us all connect towards a, a common cause. We knew we wanted to help our local hospital. The donation of technology was one method. Another one was um, we also decided to support um, a fundraiser at Grand River Hospital was doing of t-shirts and the t-shirts were all made with different slogans. They said things like um, our heroes wear scrubs and homebody. And um, we decided to give every one of our employees the ability to purchase one of those shirts and all the proceeds from those shirts went towards the hospital in helping them purchase PPE as well. From a high level business perspective and like our mission. So as Lisa mentioned earlier, when we were speaking, um, all three of our, our co-founders came out of the University of Waterloo, which is one of our local universities. And all three of them came out together um, and founded um, our product, so our, our company. So our flagship product, Intelligent Hip, um, is the result of a fourth year engineering design project. Um, so I think we're, we're very passionate about our community. We're, we're committed to, you know, we started in Waterloo, we're committed to remaining in Waterloo, um, Waterloo region, and keeping our headquarters here. Um, there are external pressures for um, a Canadian medtech company to move um, maybe to the States to access more customers or be closer to some, some of our investors. But we've always made it a very pointed um, decision to remain within the community to, for economic reasons. Our families are here. And so being able to support our community during this crisis um, was really important to our mission and, as Lisa mentioned, our values as well. Um, and I think that employees appreciated that and really rallied as Lisa also said r rallied at the at the opportunity to um to be present in that yeah we we've seen that firsthand with with two small men with big hearts our company we have um we've committed to donating services like like you guys are with this program but also staff time um where we have uh, once a quarter where our staff will go out into the community uh, for a half day and support a charity that they feel passionate about. And just getting that connection with the community and engagement um, is not just helping the community, but it really helps our staff and our culture and our passion um, to, uh, to be a better business and oh, have so staff that is, is more an engaged team. And I'm really getting that similar energy from you guys. Um, what we've done is we created um, this separate entity called the community of big hearts. And from that, we started this podcast that we're talking on right now. Um, but part of the community of big hearts is we've created a giving pledge and, and a giving program that businesses sign up for and become accountable to. And, and they can either commit to donated services um, each quarter or donated services or donated staff time. And then we're working on ways to automate that to help your company uh, honor that pledge a lot more efficiently. Um, and we got some exciting announcements to come in the next few months. But I'd love to talk to you guys after to see if you wanted us to help do some of that bragging for you guys. It, 
it gets a little bit, I always found a little bit awkward talking about the great things that we're doing. And yeah, Ryan's I, yeah, I agree but, with that 100%, especially from like a marketing communications perspective. You're like, I have to toot my own horn. You want to, but it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. And, and Ryan's taught me um, through this process of doing this podcast and some of the things that we're doing that it's okay to talk about that. But what I found was even better was to have this um, arm's length platform to do this for, for ourselves, but also for um, other businesses that are joining the pledge. And it becomes a whole lot more authentic when we're doing that for you. So love to connect with you guys after to see if you'd be interested in, in pledging um, some more donated services or some staff time in the community if you're looking for more things to do. Yeah, that sounds like a really great initiative, really exciting and a good way to bring people um, and companies together across the country, really. 100%. Yeah, we're really excited. Thank you for that. All right, thank uh, you. Is there anything else that you guys would like to know about the initiatives that you're doing or your company that uh, you're especially proud of? Um, I'll just add, um, yeah, I think just like Rebecca was talking about there, just our impact in the community, um, our CEO, Armin, his, his passion for really bringing together med tech companies and he's building um, Mix, which is a med tech ecosystem. I, I think Rebecca would probably want to talk more about, but it's just been amazing to see um, how we're really getting more connected in the community and, and spreading that um, with everyone outside um, and bringing together med tech companies. Yeah, I can touch on that just a little bit quickly. So Mix, which is the Medical Innovation Exchange, is actually the first of its kind in Canada. So it is a industry-led innovation hub specific um, to supporting medical technology startups um, in Canada. So I'm not sure if you've heard of Toronto, Waterloo, Corridor as kind of the Silicon Valley of the North. So we have a ton of innovation and a ton of technology um, being developed in our area. Um, but Armin realized there was quite a large gap for medical technology companies. And the gap was due to several reasons, but we face a lot more um, regulatory uh, scrutiny. The time to market is longer um, due to regulations, um, accessing highly skilled talent to help kind of guide the development of these med tech startups. Um, so he found that and he saw the opportunity to create this hub um, and invite other young med tech companies to be a part of it and to access mentorship so that learnings that we went through as we you know, transitioned from startup to scale up other companies wouldn't have to struggle through the trenches there, but rather they could learn and receive really relevant and specific mentorship and guide, um, guidance around that. Um, so that's just another example of what our company is doing and what our leadership is doing to give back to the community. Um, and being a part of that is really, really encouraging. And um, yeah, I think it, it um, helps you strive as an employee, strive to be um, also giving back on your own terms too, not just within, you know, active work hours, but on weekends and stuff like that too. Hmm. Amazing. Sounds like that is quite a leader or leaders that you guys have. 
and uh, has found um, at the very least a couple of great people to join the team. Um, <laughs> is there anything else? Is there anything that our listeners can do to help? I would say just I know you know be active within your own communities um, and try and identify areas in in ways that you can help, big or small. I think are are both very impactful. Great, great message. Thank you for that. This is uh, Rebecca and Lisa from IntelliJoint. They've identified the problem of loneliness and they're solving this through technology. They're using their skills and platform to help families uh, reunite with those that are going through um, tougher times in the hospitals. So thank you gals for joining us here and uh, well done. I look forward to crossing paths with you guys in the future. Thanks so much, Stu. Thank you for having us, Stu, and thanks for all the great work that you've been doing in the community as well. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Community of Big Hearts with Stu Starkey. If you know someone in your community who is a leader doing great things and driving change, a contributor who is on a passionate mission to help their community through a nonprofit or a foundation, or a community member just doing their part to make their community a better place, please send Stu an email and let him know and Maybe they can be featured on a future episode of the Community of Big Hearts. You can email Stu at Stu at TwoSmallMen.com. Again, that's Stu at TwoSmallMen.com. Thank you again for listening.